Criminals, what up? Another week, another episode, and we're back again. Crookslayer, up and going, trying to get this shit flowing, trying to get people in, trying to get artists in, trying to get artists that I think deserve recognition. And this week's, you know, I think this guy deserves heavy, heavy recognition. This guy's steady on his production, and truthfully, like one of the nicest fools, like I think that I've met um, from being in the electronic music scene, whether it be be like uh, producing music or these interviews or just networking around. But, yo, this week's episode, Big Mac, Mac Dubs. You know, like I said, he's probably one of the nicest fools I've ever met. And you'll be able to tell easily through this interview. But I'm not going to take too much of the time. I want the episode to speak for itself. So, guys, welcome back. Crooks Lair, Mac Dubs. <laughs> What up, dog? This, this is the first time I've actually fucking spoken to you. Other yeah. than that, it's just fucking messages back and forth. Just messaging back and forth for real. Yeah. Yeah, but that one thing I realized about you is that, like, you're consistent on your fucking tracks, man. You're always putting something out. It's cool. It's cool I to tried. see. I'm trying, dude. Like, I'm honestly really just trying. I just landed a a, a new label release today. Uh, I, can can you announce it? Probably not, huh? I bet. Um, yeah, I, I'd like to know, though, so you can message me that shit, or we can just do it all. It's, all. it's, it's with uh, Auto Killer. Oh, gang shit. Gang yeah, shit. that's all I can say right now. That's it. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That's dope. It's a future but, rhythm track. Future. The future. Yeah. Yo, that, <gasps> that, <laughs> that, shit, that shit blew up quick. Yeah, future rhythm. Yeah. Oh, bro. That shit, shit can blow up so fast, so quick. Honestly, all it takes is just a few retweets on fucking Twitter, and then it's the next, it's the next thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, I actually had a, um, I had Shifter's Chops on the last episode. Yeah, and that's the boy. That's the boy. We've yeah. been through some shit with each other. That's, what, have, I, that's what I hear. Yeah, we have. Yeah, man. Like he we gave, used to. We used to have a group called Spawns. Uh -huh, I remember. Um, he gave me a little yeah. rundown of it. I was like, oh. oh, I was like, you could tell me off camera. I was like, this sounds. <laughs> I was like, damn. It's, yeah, it's some. It's beefy. That's crazy. It's it's. Crazy, the like the yeah. how we explained it to me, and as far like the knowledge that I have on the situation, like you're like, like what? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but yeah, I had him on, and we were actually talking on that. On we mentioned on that episode that um, like Twitter is such like, it's a dead platform unless Bro. unless you tweet something like either really um, stupid stupid it can blow up uh new or uh uh controversial yeah very it's like you'll either get like like a uh, nova do you know nova i think he's from yeah, yeah. He'll, uh, that's the boy that's the boy. <laughs> that's the boy man uh him and i actually had like a, a snapchat streak and then you know r.i.p i'm the one that killed it so i feel bad but 
Um, yeah, Nova's the boy, but but him is a prime example. It's like I I don't think you know I like I'm just gonna go look up how many followers he has, but um He's got a good amount. But I think Nova slaps. He's got five sixty eight. He has five hundred and sixty eight followers. But dude, he had this one tweet. He's underrated. Oh, uh huh. Uh, as a person, as a producer, as a shit poster, like <laughs> everything, man. Nova's just underrated. Bro, he's uh, he's honest. He's honestly a very underrated producer. Yeah, yeah. He, like he's always sending clips, very posting un- shit on his story or something. Mm-hmm. But like, if you don't know Nova, like get to know him now, because like, yeah, homie, that's the boy. Yeah, and I think my favorite. He knows part, his shit. He knows his shit. Yeah, my favorite part about him shit. is uh, is his fucking how. How um, there's no filter with them, man. If you have them on a snap, oh yeah, no, he'll send you the, there's no filter. The weirdest shit. <laughs> oh, I love that fool. Yeah, but it's it's cool at the same time. It's like I'll talk shit on Twitter, but at the same time, that's how I like. That's how I fucking meet like half of you. I met Chops on Twitter. Yeah. Met you on Twitter. Um, I met a well from people. from Death, Death Star. Yeah, yeah. Uh, shout out Death Star, shout out Tefra, shout out the boy yeah, Jason. That's the boy. Um, yeah. Hopefully, maybe maybe we could, we can work something out with him and then get him up in this bitch. Fuck, we can have a whole ass conference and just bullshit for an hour. Bruh. Get, get me a you. Shift, a, sh- a, sh- a shifters fucking interview. Yeah, a shifters, a special guest shifters. Yeah. Yeah, get some get some top dons in it, dude. I think. Since we're talking about shifters and underrated producers, I think Chops is fucking underrated as shit, man. His sound design is so crazy, dude. So crazy, nuts. so That's crazy. Nuts. And like me and him have a really good flow together. Uh huh. Nah, he's a real. It's nice just guy. like I'm. Yeah, I'm just waiting for him to like send me some new stuff so we can work on something. Because like when we get together, it's just like. Yeah, it just boom. hits. It clicks. It hits. So. Yeah. Yeah, and what I what I realized about him is I think I wish he would finish tracks, but he said that he's always just like here. He's on one, two, three, and then tomorrow he's on like five, eight, ten, mm-hmm. and then come like in four days he'll come back to like first, second, and third project. And it's like, bro, like stop jumping around, finish the track, and send it to yep. me. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's yeah, what but- I keep telling him all the time. Like we have private conversations to be like, yo, dude, like if you have any any trouble, any like things you need to work on yeah i mean i've only been producing for like two years um but i had like a hiatus where six months i had no computer it just died yeah um and so it was like i had a six month hiatus so i was just using my home's computer to produce and like keep my skill up yeah i feel you and then once i got the mac um big mac everything yeah (laughs) No, small Mac. It's a Mac MacBook Air. Pro. It's a MacBook Air, so it's ass. Hey, it's still fucking. No, you use Ableton. Ableton, yeah. Hey, that's all that matters. I think I think Mac is fucking awesome with Ableton. Like, yeah, I, I love because I I got a MacBook Pro. I think the twenty twenty seventeen, and uh, and it's weird how how MacBooks have like a a year like a car or something, but I have the MacBook yeah. Pro twenty seventeen, and honestly. It's all I've used it for is just music production. That's the reason I bought it. Yeah. I bought a MacBook and I brought Ableton in the same week. And I was like, okay, let's, same. let's fucking, let's make some music. That's, 
but exactly uh, what I did. Yeah. But yeah. Hey, speak, and, speak, hold up, hold up, hold up. Speaking of Max, yo, criminals, yeah. crooks layer. Welcome back to another episode. We're trying to get this, this thing back up and running. You know, like I mentioned in the episode before I took some break off cause I had to finish an EP. I had to get a music collective running, but you know, everything worked out as planned right now. I'm working on getting a, a distribution service that, you know, works with me and works with what I want to do with the collective. So hopefully I can get uh, those tracks rolling on streaming services like Spotify, uh, Apple Music, uh, even YouTube. But uh, all the tracks will be free on SoundCloud. You know, those links will be in the description. But anyways, yo, speaking of Max, I want to introduce this episode's guest, Big Mac. Mac Dubs, introduce yourself, brother. Yo, 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 what's good? Just out here, just chilling. I'm finally. I'm glad we finally got to like link up because I've talked. Dude, honestly, yeah, I've talked to you plenty over. You know, just like Twitter or like whatever it Discord. is. Yeah, always just throwing the shits back and forth. But this is the first time yeah. we've actually like spoken. Yes, sir. Yeah, but I think uh, before before we were we were going. Oh yeah, when I cut you off to introduce the episode, we were we were talking about how we have a similar kind of origin story where we bought a laptop bought Ableton and we're just like all right let's see what we can do yeah how long that's crazy bro yeah how long ago was that for you um well I got the I think I got it uh, what to say like almost like end of last year as in like 2019 yeah bro I'm I'm gonna fuck you up if you tell me that that dude, like, so you you think like you probably more or less have only been like producing steadily for a year, steadily a year, uh, two years, um, like here and there. God damn, because like some of your sound design is crazy, and <laughs> I think about the first year that I started producing music, and I'm like, oh my god, I think uh, when I yeah when I like I said you know we got we got a Mac got Ableton and. Oh, I was just so disheartened because I was like, I didn't know what the fuck was I was doing. And back then I was so, so, so much against YouTube tutorials. I'm like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I was like, I want to learn. Um, and it ended up, it, it bit me in the ass, but at the same time it didn't. And I learned a lot from not doing YouTube tutorials because I feel like with a lot of tutorials, they just show you how to do stuff, but not really like what it does, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, uh, um, I, yeah, I've been producing for like three, three years now, more or less steadily two, but more or less three. Cause like I said, that first year I was just like, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, yeah, same with me. The first year I was just like, what the hell am I doing? And I'm like having all my friends like showed me, this is what this does. And then I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the, like the, the more you go, the, like the more people you connect with, like you just find mm-hmm. out a little here, a little there. And, um, it seems like from everyone that that I get advice from, there's always one thing that sticks. There's one thing that sticks, and like I like you could still use it till this day. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a lot that goes into music production. Oh yeah, big time. Um, what what made you finally pull the trigger and just be like, all right, let's produce my own music? Um, well, I mean, I've always produced my own music. I um. I, my first, the first inspiration I got actually was when I went to EDC 2010. I was 15 and I saw 12th Planet. First time I ever saw a, a dubstep 
DJ, anything like that. My first rave, I'd have no idea what the fuck was hey, going on. Hey, was that was that at the LA Coliseum? Yes, it was. Legendary, it was. legendary show. I think till this day, you like you can even go look up on YouTube. Like some people will say, like that's probably the best EDC that ever like happened. The last one in LA too. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. That's crazy. Yeah. And ever since I saw 12 Planet, it was just like, yo, I want to do this one day. Yeah. Like it just clicked in my head. Like one day I'll get the confidence enough to actually get down and do this. Yep. And that was it. Like that that was the moment that just clicked for me. Did you just start planning stuff after that? Like, um, do you DJ? Because I know a lot of DJs don't produce. A lot of producers don't DJ. So do you DJ? I do DJ, but I don't have decks at home. I just use my my homies' decks whenever I go, whenever I get the chance to go to my homies' cribs. And even yeah. though during this this rough time, like it's really hard to go to a place, especially like your homies' crib, and like uh, practice for a bunch of hours. Cause like, I mean, me and my homies, we just like to just kick back and smoke a lot of weed and listen to dubstep <laughs> and. Like just shoot the shit and like, yeah. um, I mainly only kick it like with one guy, like my only homie. Like I really kick it with. Um, he took a really, uh, he had a a Mac uh, that was kind of like defaulting on him and stuff like that, and like he was still trying to produce through it, and it just like wasn't happening for him. Yeah. So he took a break. He got a new computer. Um, Can you name drop him? Who's the homie? Can you name drop him? His name is Sean. Shout His name is Sean. Shout out Sean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's working on a new project. Um, it's not coming, like, making it public yet, but, like, it's going to be, like, a lot of lo-fi and, like, chill stuff. That's the best, man. I got I got a little lo-fi project. I call it Item 9. Yeah? Yeah, it's fun, dude. Honestly, just me- producing music's fun. So Yeah, it's dude, like, Producing I'll- music is fun. Yeah, it's like so much fun, I, I got a little lo-fi project that like I'll dip into because like I'm I'm sure you can attest to this when mm-hmm. you're like you you can get in just such a slump, bro, and such a writer's block that like it, if I'm writing like dubstep, like I am just stuck. So if like mm-hmm. I if I go and like just write a quick hip hop track, like I mean last night I wrote a hip hop track, um, but it's just the fact of like being in your DAW and your program and just using it. Mm-hmm. Um, do you produce anything else in dubstep? Um, I dabble in house, uh, drum and bass. Um, yeah. And then, like, occasionally just make some lo-fi just here and there, just, just for shits and giggles. Yeah. Um, yeah, lo- lo-fi, you know, it's really fucking just relaxed. But one thing that I like to do with my lo-fi is just bring super – it's super sub-heavy. Like, the, mm-hmm. sub, the subs are so heavy and – my lo-fi mm-hmm. tracks, I, I think it may like not even make it lo-fi, more sub-fi, but yeah, I, sub-fi, I yeah, right. But um, <laughs> yeah, I like making my drums really heavy and my sub really heavy when it comes to my lo-fi. It's just because, like, I mean, even when it comes like dubstep or anything you mm-hmm. you're making, like, you kind of want to like you want to you want to follow like kind of almost the guidelines of like you know the music construction and like the mm-hmm. construction of a song, but like you within those realms, you also want to like try and make it as much as you can your own so um i think with with dubstep you almost have like a little more like free range just because like there's almost no rules yeah there's endless possibilities yeah like say when it comes to production you and your songs what's one thing that you like doing that you like 
adding to your songs, adding to your projects that you kind of claim as like, you didn't invent it, but you're like, that's what I like doing in my projects. Like what's one thing that you like doing? All right. Well, there's, uh, I'm a multi synth user. Like I use serum. I use massive. I use razor. I use pigments. So I'm like a multi VST guy. So like if I'm feeling one thing, I'm going to do that, but I'll also incorporate some other sounds to it. Um, but when I like to, I also like to, I don't really like to use MIDI a lot. That's my, I don't really use MIDI a lot. And I like to uh, manipulate audio and the post-processing stuff. Like I, I use Portal. I'll use uh, some of the free kilohertz plugins that I have. Shout out uh, kilohertz, man. Shout out kilohertz. Bro, dead ass. Like those are some of the cleanest power most powerful plugins i've ever seen mm-hmm. in my life oh yeah okay. um Ra- razor by Ra- uh native instruments mm-hmm. bro that's a game over what game is over. it what 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 kind of plugin is it it's a synthesizer is it mm-hmm. i'll have to look it up yeah you you can use it in a uh, reactor um and actually a funny story on how i found out about razor's uh Voltra. Vulture, uh, yeah, she showed me, uh, she told me about uh, Razor, and that's how she does all of her um, sound design. It's basically all Razor. Mm-hmm. So that's why, it's, like, if you listen to her, to her tracks, it's, like, super digital. The, all the synths are very digitally and, like, really, like, kind of lasery kind of stuff, but mm-hmm. it's also really heavy. So the main bass that she, that she, that she uses for is Razor, and I it's, like, you. super digital. It's kind of, like, do you know what Massive X looks like? Yes. Okay, so it's like a smaller version of Massive X. Okay. Yeah. I see. It's really sick. The The interface is very user-friendly, too. Very nice. user-friendly. That's always super key when you're uh, when you're almost like just taking a shot in the dark with a new plugin. You're just like, I hope I can understand this more or less. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think one of my favorite, favorite, favorite Kilohertz plugins is is the Transient Shaper. And... What I do is I'll um I'll group my drums together, have it just be like the the kick, the snare, clap, and the hi hat, and then throw the transient shaper on the group. Mm-hmm. That followed by Melder Productions M Saturator. Your drums, oh, mm. they're a pop in dog. Oh, they pop. That's my favorite thing to do. Um, you don't you don't want to know what I do to my drums. You don't want to know. Is it is it crazy? Oh, you go man, you go super I, crazy. My, my processing stuff is like, it's it's so simple. No, it's so simple. Really? It's literally so simple. Um, yeah, like I only have like a uh, what should I call it? Like I just have a side chain, and then just like a saturator on each on each channel. Simple, simple. That's big, simple. Bro, my internet's lagging. Can you hear me? Yeah, very simple. Okay, yo, can you hear me? My, yeah. My shit's yeah, lagging, I bro. I, I ain't with this. This is the first time. All right, we good. We get you. Uh-oh. If anything, I switch over to my shit. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, if anything, I switch over to, to a hot spot. But, um, oh, yeah, what I like doing to my drums, I group my shit. Um, Transient Shaper, M Saturator. I'll get a Ableton stock drum full parallel compressor. 
Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, that's really it. Oh, little secret. Got yeah. From, uh, little secret that I got from down the line that ended up coming from Infect. Use lo-fi hi-hats and also throw like a flanger with like 10 to 15, uh, 10 to 15 to 20 um, dry wet on it and set like the speed at like one and just have the bitch constantly kind of like, you know, waving back and forth. So it's not just so, just not just so straight. Hi, 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 has a little movement to it as well. So especially like if you're bridging out of a drop and you just have drums and, you know, like, like basically no synth, you know, just coming out of a drop, like it, it kind of still makes that little bridge like interesting. It's like, that's that echo. Yeah. Yeah. Basically kind of have it moving yeah. back and forth and like, you want to set it at a higher, higher speed, not like a quarter or like an eighth, like you want to set it higher. So it actually has some movement instead of just like the same on every hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you don't want it to sound the same. And so you have a little bit more excitement uh-huh. throughout the drop and like, you want to have like, I don't really care about changing like a lot of drum patterns around. Cause like drums are drums. You're just going to place them wherever the fuck you want. And like, I like to make a flow within the hi-hat. Oh yeah. So like I'll cut it, I'll cut it and then like speed it up, cut, speed uh-huh. it up, cut. And then yeah. just kind of like make a flow from that. Hi-hat play is my favorite. It, it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. And what I, what I like is like, you can make a flow with so much. I, I honestly think my favorite just instrument or sound is just the sub because you can do so much with that too. You can have it follow the drums. You can have it follow the, the, the synth. You can have it just do so much. And I think drums and sub are what lead a track. I think the synths are kind of just like, the synths are what catches you and the thing you'll remember, but what's going to drive you is the drums or the sub. So when it comes to like my own music, I make sure my drums are smacking and my sub is, is power. Um, yeah. Yeah, so the, those are, little, I guess, um, producing tips from Chris or Crook. But, yeah. yeah, so right now, who are your inspirations? Who do you who do you look at and just be like, uh, like, I don't want to like, I don't want to sound like you, but you're making such crazy stuff that I want to do that. Um. Okay, so leading back to when I first started producing, my biggest inspiration was Murda. Like, because of it, like, really heavy sounds, really in-your-face, kind of gritty, and just, like, it's just loud. Just mm-hmm. loud, banging drum. The sub always hits. Like, it's on par. Um, and then it kind of grew to, like, more Infect. And oh, then, yeah. yeah, Infect is the Don. Like, he's a god. Mm-hmm. Um, and then some of the newer cats, like Jub. I mean, he's been around for a while, but like, um, finally getting recognition. Yeah, he's finally getting his his spot. Yeah, like, yeah. When he came to LA for um, hostile, hostile. Yeah. So um, that was the first time I actually met Jub, mm-hmm. and we became really good friends. And he uh, found out about my remix I did for Warren, and he hit me up. He's like, "Yo." can I VIP this? And so I was like, send him the stems. He put my name on the track. Gang shit. So I owe a lot of my success and recognition to Jub. Shout out Jub. Shout out Jub Dubs. Also shout out his new EP on Cyber Society. Fuck it. Let's plug plug it. Bruh. Yeah. That shit is gas. That shit is so 
Yo, how how, yeah. uh, how old is the fool? He's he's like twenty one or twenty two. Uh, there's some young ass producers just getting it. Like oh my god! Like, um, like uh, probably some of my favorite producers in our uh, Sizzy and Huke. Yes, oh, yes. Yeah. Sizzy's actually playing tonight uh, on Space Yacht. Is it a live show? Yeah, it's a live stream at oh, the Social stream. Sanctuary. Yeah. What time? Should we just fucking cut this cut this short and go watch? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 Nolan's the homie. Shout out Nolan, Sizzy. Um, he's actually he's honestly big. Been like a huge inspiration for me. Also, like mm-hmm. since since I heard um, Greece, everybody's like, "Oh, when you drop in Greece, bro? When you yeah. drop in Greece?" Uh-huh. Um, like the first time I heard that, and I found that's how I found out about Sizzy was because of that. Greece. Yeah, and then ever since then, like I've always followed his 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 story, and like he's just a little kid who's just like loves to make music, and that's oh, what yeah. we all like to do. Oh yeah, like. One thing that I always try and push, whether like it comes down to like whatever you're creating, whether you're like painting, uh, drawing, music production, like photography, whatever it is, like like always, always, always remember you got into it because it's fun. Like don't lose that mm-hmm. that motivation right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll get into all that stuff in a little bit. Yeah, yeah. but um, oh, like uh, miss it. Like, I think when I realized that like uh, these young fools were fucking actually like you know, pushing their shit was, uh, I went to, uh, what's it called? Uh, Wobbleland in, in San Francisco this last January Ooh. and blood thinners were playing and Ooh. they, and shout out blood thinners. Shout out blood thinners. And they played missing font by Sizzy. And I was Bro. like, I was like, these fools really play missing font. I was like, all right, these young cats are up to something. Yeah, bro. Missing font is crazy. Missing font is crazy. Nuts. Nuts. Absolutely one of my favorite tracks that Suzy has ever made. Mm-hmm. Honestly, by far. Yeah, that shit that shit's real tough. And yeah. I and uh, his EP that he dropped with um with Never Say Die. Black, yeah, that, Black Label. That thing's crazy. Yeah. I, I love all that. And what I like is um his sound design. He's so true to his sound design. And he's so versatile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very versatile. It's it's like that whole EP. Like you can you can tell it's Sizzy, but uh, it uh, it fucks the whole EP fucks. Yeah, big time. Um, oh shit, what were we gonna say? What was I gonna say? Uh, <laughs> uh, you said right right now. You just said we'll get all we'll get into that in a minute. What'd you say that about? Because I wanted to bring that back up. Um, about this about the scene about the dubstep scene. Yeah, that dubstep scene. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. It's because I think the dubstep scene, um, I think it's, I don't know, the best way to word this, at least from my experience and my position, is the dubstep scene exists more online than it does in person. So you have to like make a presence online in order to be recognized in person and like, I hate that because I hate being online, dude. <laughs> I hate being online. Um, mm-hmm. Like so, like social media, it's not it's not my forte. Um, uh, I feel that it's just not. I don't. I don't. And like even when it comes to networking, bro, networking is sometimes like tough for me. Just because like 
I never want to come off as pushy and just be like, hey, like I'm hitting you up because I think you're you're real good. Will you check this out for me? And I actually saw this tweet earlier. I don't remember. I I, I don't remember who it was by, but they said something like, hey, I got a question for you guys. If someone with less reach or less followers than you hits you up about their music production, do you reply or? I saw that. I actually yeah. did see that tweet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I thought about it. I'm like, I don't like reaching out because I don't want to bother anyone. But if anyone ever yeah. reached out to me, I'm like, yeah, I definitely listen to songs. And uh, I reply just because like, I mean, they're trying to make music just as much as I'm trying to make music. They're trying to be involved mm-hmm. just as much as I am. So I read that today and like, I thought about that. And I, like, I, I think I'm pretty true to like reaching back. Um, but yeah, that's kind of like what I mean. But like, I think, uh, I think the scene exists more online than, than it does in person. Yeah, a lot, a lot. It has to do with because um, we're we are in a pandemic, so we're forced to make more of an online presence since we can't physically go out and like network like we used to pre-COVID. Um, but I mean, I'm still getting like like hit up for like people from people like asking me like, "Yo, dude, can you check this out?" I'll be like, "Yeah, dude, of course." Like, it's not what's what's the worst it's gonna be like. Yeah, like, I mean, it's not my taste, but, like, I'll definitely give you, like, constructive criticism on it and, like, what to do with it, even though it's not my particular forte. Yeah, yeah, and even if, like, like like you said, like, it may not be, like, I may not think it's bumping, but if we're going to get, like, if you're actually, like, looking for uh, um, constructive, constructive criticism, it's, like, mm-hmm. I think when it when it comes to your to your mixes, you know, I think you could, you know, maybe turn down your kick or maybe use another kick. Um, cause you, and, or, uh, maybe use a, a snare mm-hmm. instead of a clap, because I think lately claps are real, are real, mm-hmm. you know, I, I only, I, yeah, like I, I mainly only use claps Yeah, and then I'll put like a snare, but like lower it. So it has that like tail. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like using, um, the punchiness of a, of a snare, but like the body and reverb of a clap. Like I, yep. I, re- I really like that. Um, it's very, it's very rhythmy. Uh-huh, it's a very yeah. rhythm thing to do. Like, uh, um, I think one of the hardest, hardest clap snares, whatever you want to call it, um, is a subminus. Yeah, uh, yeah. That that do, do you take you take out the synth and you just have the the drums and sub running like that track's hard. Yeah, that shit is bumping. Yeah, but. That shit is bumping. Yeah, Ominous has like the best drums in the whole in the game. Oh, Ominous yeah. is the best drums in the whole game. It, I love it because you can completely one hundred percent tell it's his clap in his songs. Yeah. You can tell that's an ominous clap. Yeah, same with sudden death. Like whenever you hear a sudden death song and it's a collab and you hear that 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 clap, mm-hmm. that's a sudden death song. Yeah, like, right off the bat. Um, what one thing I like is uh, I like Kill Feed. In his recent, probably within the past like two years of production, um, he he really expands on his snare game. Mm-hmm. I think I think it's an exit VIP. I think it's in that one, but he has like a really like a high tone. It, it's a it's like a high tone tail. Mm-hmm. Um, almost like 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 t- like a high pitched tom. It almost sounds like with less body, but more of a, a snap. 
Um, yeah. It's hard to explain it, but I, I like it because like he doesn't necessarily just go to like the classic snare or yeah or no, he's, he, he's very versatile. Yeah, it's nice. What What do you think of Five uh, O Man switching this shit to Kill Feed and then going with a different sound from So Man to Kill Feed? Yep. Man, I miss those. I miss that days. I miss those days. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> oh. Bruh, I, I, all right. So back to the whole shit. Back to what I saw. All right. So I saw So Man um, back to back Akira. Jesus. In LA. Jesus. That, bro. I believe it. That set left me speechless. I believe it. Oh my God, dude. Oh. I'm telling you, dude, that was like prime. That was the best, one of the best shows I've been to for Hostile. Besides the one where um, Sudden Death, Subtronics, Uber, Spas, um, like I think, oh, Chibs and Gatorix played too. That, Man, hostile, hostile puts on the best shows. A hundred percent. I got a question for you about that show, though. Um, yeah, Spass. Uh, was he wearing a mask or was he just like out, just free balling it? I don't know. There was two. There was two of them. They, were, they had the whole bodysuit. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't want to name drop him. You and I can talk, but I, I know who they are. I I know. I know one, and I have an idea. The second. Jesus. All right, yeah, we'll we'll talk we'll talk after, but yeah, yeah I, dude, high tech, will yeah. always will always always be one of the best songs out there. I don't give a fuck. There's there's something um, better than that, Gangsta Lean VIP. Oh, uh huh, uh huh, hundred percent. Uh huh. I um. Uh-huh. I, I think I I got I I have that play. Yeah, I have I have fuck a duck and mystical powers. No, mystical powers, bro. Never forget. I'm so sad it was leaked because I was at the oh, no. at the time it was like the plate of all plates. Mystical powers, bro. Hands down. Same with sub minus too. That that that's been mm-hmm. under wraps for like three years, right? I believe it, something like Jesus that. Christ. Because uh, I know like when it dropped, um, it's like. To maybe like people like us, like it wasn't new, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, oh, all right, this is fun. this is coming to, to daylight finally. Yeah, but yeah, um, when was that show? Man. That fuck, one that you fuck, mentioned, fuck leakers, yo, fuck leakers, man, yo, straight up, don't leak this shit or I'll find uh, you and I'll, f- <laughs> I'll cut, cut your, cut. I'll eat your socks. Uh, <laughs> I'll cut. I'll cut all the. I'll cut all the toes on your socks. <laughs> oh, oh man. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah. So that show. That that show uh, was Spas. You were talking about. Yeah. Yeah. When was that? That was. Please say like 2017, 16. It was around there. Okay. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. That was uh, definitely a show to remember. Forever. It was one of the best shows I've ever been to. Um, my homie Sean. Uh, was there too. I didn't know him at the time. Yeah. But yeah, we were at the same show um, and all that stuff. But, and then we, we, we met up through, do you know who Chossie is? Uh, I think I've seen him on Twitter. 
He used to be I uh, used to uh, used to be called Lays, and then he switched over to Chassis because of some some legal stuff. Um, you probably heard about all that stuff, like how he had to like change his name and all that stuff. Yeah, but he's he uh, me and him got really close um, before the whole DPMO stuff happened for him, which is like we we all kind of got into this whole music thing together. Mm-hmm. Me. Chassie and my homie Sean, and then a couple other people got into it. Um, we were going to start our own group together called the Professors, but that kind of died quickly. Um, but we all kind of just were a support system for each other. Yeah. Um, and then all this shit kind of like just went out out the door. People were at each other's throats, and like we just stopped being friends. Just drama, R- rhythm, yeah, just- rhythm drama. No, I mean it was more personal. Was oh more damn! Personal. Yeah, it was more personal drama. Yeah. Uh, but we all laid it to rest. We're we're all good. Like we've said our, we've made peace with everything. So yeah, it's like kinda, no bad blood. Kind of, it's in the past type shit. Exactly. Like the past is the past. The future and present is now. So we got to live in that moment. Push forward. Yeah. And everything. Yeah, of course. Um. Yeah, um, Chops and I were talking, bro. Like, there's, I want to know why there's just so much drama involved in like the rhythm scene. I li- um, do you think it's because everyone tries to be uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, like superior. in Colorado scene, oh Jesus, LA scene. bro! You cut out bro. for a sec. I thought you. I thought you. I thought you quit on me. Uh, um. Oh no, no, I'm good. I'm here. As soon as um, I asked the question, you, I, you, you, I lost you, and then I, you came back with Colorado scene. What you say in between that? Um. So I was talking about how different the LA scene and Colorado scene is. Oh. I, um, I don't know how the Colorado scene is for you guys. You're in Colorado, right? Nah, I'm in Idaho, dog. Hey, you're in Idaho. What up, dog? Oh, what? Hey, dog, I, you you a long way. Oh, yeah. I ain't got shit. For, I ain't got shit around me, dog. I got a river. That's it. That's it. Oh fuck! All right. So. I'm just yeah. I'm just a small town, small town kid, small town producer. Yeah. That, uh, so chops is in Colorado. Yes, Boulder. Um. He. Yeah. Yeah. He. Uh. He tells me like the seed out there is pretty chilling, but like nothing too crazy goes down over there. Uh. Unlike the Los Angeles uh, music scene is com- very competitive. Everybody's at each other's throats yeah. for like the top position, which sickens me because like, bro, like we're doing this music thing to, to have fun and do something with our lives because like we all can't like work at, at, at a job, like a nine to five job. And like, we want to do this as a career or hopefully make it a career, like yeah. a lot of people I know, um, which is like, that's the end result. Like we all want to just like have fun and just have fun making music, dude. Like that's, that's plain and simple how it is and how it should be. It shouldn't be about the fame and glory or the clout oh, no. or anything. It shouldn't be anything about that. It should be purely just for the music because it's like what we like to do. And it, it keeps us out of trouble. It keeps us busy. It keeps us occupied. And it's fun. It's fun creating stuff. Oh, a hundred percent. I love. Yeah. I love that my hobby. Uh, my my hobbies. Um, 
contain my laptop and like technology and like this and that dog because it keeps mm-hmm. me off the streets out of mm-hmm. trouble in mm-hmm. my room it's like mm-hmm. i'm so thankful for that honestly dude like i wouldn't be the person i am today without music honestly uh-huh. it's, I think definitely, it's, it's, it's changed me for sure uh-huh. it definitely like in the best way possible put me in my place if that makes sense oh yeah i know for sure I, that same thing happened with me uh-huh yeah, so I'm I'm excited for it. I'm thankful. Um, I what I want to do is not necessarily blow up, but um, stay stay busy. I just like mm-hmm. that's why I got my music podcast collective. I just like like you mentioned just like five seconds ago. It's just it's fun to create stuff. So creating atmospheres and like products and things for people to like look forward to. Even, yeah, exactly. even if it's only like five people, like that's five people more than zero. Yeah. Ultimately. So yeah, exactly. On creating shit. Um, do you have anything else that you create other than music? Um, I used to draw. I used to draw a lot of like horror stuff, uh, mainly clowns. Cause I have a really weird weird thing i like about clowns a lot um and it's something that i've oh hell yeah that's okay cool. yeah that's yeah cool. pennywise yeah pennywise yeah it's a little porcelain ragdoll oh hell yeah i think i have uh um it's too far it's too far for me right now um but um okay so you're a horror freak like me yes sir Okay, well, I have uh, three signed figurines from uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. Really? Yeah. Uh, my dad uh, had a friend who was in the in the movie business, and he knew all the uh, all the guys that were in the in the movie. I have a signed Doctor Satan uh, figurine. I have a Captain, two Captain Spaulding figurines. And I have an Otis figurine. God damn. All, all of them are signed. That's cool as hell. Yeah, I've been in I've been in horror movies. I've been into horror movies since I was about like maybe like ten years old. Uh huh. Um, How old so are you now? Ho- I'm 26. I bet, dog. Bad I'm a, I'm, a, I'm an old dog. I'm an old dog. But dude, you ain't even old. I feel like I'm 50, bro. Dude, dude, you're telling me, man, I got this <laughs> th- this left knee, bro. Sometimes I want to go round for round in it because I know I'd beat its ass for how weak it is. Bruh, I have a bad right knee. I tore my ACL of a meniscus when I was 21. Oh, doing what? Clowning around? Bat- nah, playing basketball. <sighs> Did you break your That's- own knee? Yeah, I uh, I didn't break it. See, it was yeah. as long as hanging, you did- on, hanging on by threads like this. Oh, Jesus. So the muscle was just like hanging by threads and... um. I retore it three times before I actually oh had to my. get surgery. Before surgery, I retore it three times. Uh, just, just walking, just walking. And there's your medical history from Mag Dubs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ow, man. Uh, as long, yeah, bro. As long as you did it to yourself and no one crossed you up, you know what I'm saying? Because that'd be embarrassing. Nah. You're like, nah, I did yeah, it. No. No, I did it. I did it to my damn self. I stomped on my on my leg wrong and it just went. Yeah, that'll happen. Like, yeah. um. I'll tell my girl this, but uh, um, I kill myself so no one else does. I'll, I'm, I'm taking myself down. You know, I'm taking me down, but me. Yeah. 
Um, exactly. Well, but, we we gotta we gotta take our we gotta take our own life if we're gonna go out. <laughs> also, we're going out when I choose. None of this none of this fate destiny shit. I'm on yeah, nah. I'm, I'm on my own time. Yeah, this um, is my time. But you said you used to draw and you're into horror shit. Yeah. Can yeah. you can you still draw horror shit? Is that still something that's in your pocket? It is. I got that skill. <gasps> yeah, definitely. I uh, I don't know if you're open for commissions, but I may have you draw up a tattoo for me if you're up for it. Uh, I'm not that good, but um, let me see if I could find something. Yeah, go for it. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't even have to be like a like exact like trace, but oh damn, oh that would be that'd be something cool, cool. Even like just just right on the calf type shit. Yeah, that thing's cool. Hey, do you know do you know a Mason Need Ladder? Yeah, that's the homie. That's the homie. That's the homie. So yeah, that's the homie. He's a real nice dude. Oh yeah. Um, and he does great, great work. Um, oh, for, very good art for my very first Crook logo, because I was just I just went by Crook for the longest time, and then uh, mm-hmm. uh, earlier this year when I like started you know putting my own music out like because I uploaded a song and I wanted to put it on uh, streaming services and shit, and but when I realized and I mean, started doing that, started going through the process, I I found out like how many more Crooks there actually are. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot. Yeah. So then I rebranded a Chris a Crook just so it could tie it to myself a little more. It's a little more unique. Mm-hmm. But my first logo, I had him do it and he did Crook for me. At the same time, I had him draw me up this. This is uh, like, like a personal art. I had him draw me that up and I'll be getting that tattooed hopefully soon. Ooh. That thing's yeah. bad though. That shit's badass. Oh, yeah. But no, yeah, dog. I'm definitely a horror freak. Um, I actually have a question for you, though. Oh, what's up? What's up? How did you come up with uh, Chris the Crook? Um, all right, funny story. Uh, I came up with Crook mainly because uh, through throughout high school, I was just known as Chris. I was like, "Fuck that! I want a nickname." <laughs> so I nicknamed myself Crook. I'd introduce myself uh, to some people, especially at shows, like you know. The, yeah. You know, because you, you just meet so many people. Um, instead of giving my name out, I'll just say I'm Crook. Um, so, so that's how I just went with Crook. Yeah. And then, like I said, when I got to upload my own music and starting to spread it everywhere I could, I was like, Crook, I, I need something to tie a little more unique, a little more like when you hear it, you know what they're talking about. Um, so I just added Chris. Yeah, exactly. Front of it. And then I had the homie Bricks, shout out Bricks to do the logo that homie does insane artwork. Talk about Shaman's Bricks? Yes, sir. Yeah, that's the boy. That's yeah. the homie right there. Nah, he, he does crazy art. Um, yeah, he's also a very sick producer. He's also a really, really dope dude. Like, I got another chance I got a chance to meet him when he came to LA with Griefer. Uh, oh my they played goodness. in LA. See, yeah, I, bro. I'm gonna cut you off real quick. I wish yeah. for that reason alone, I wish I lived in like LA or Denver or like Seattle or just with like these places even florida like these places that have like a lot of underground shows like i wish i lived in an area like that but i hate cities i can't do that 
Florida's a different breed, bro. They got some different breed out there. They really do. I mean, you could tell just from EDM Twitter, dog. I, I one thing I like about EDM Twitter is how uh how um how cringe how how cringe. <laughs> how quick they are to just cut people and like throw people under the bus. Mm. There's no filter. We're online. They're not gonna come hurt us. Uh, yeah. There's no filter. That's I don't know. I just uh, it's yeah. It's a different. It's a different world. It's a different world. Bro, I have that word muted on Twitter. What EDM muted, Twitter? EDM Twitter. Yes. <laughs> I cannot stand all that crap. Like it's such nonsense. It's toxic, yeah. and it's just like. You're destroying the whole EDM scene by, like, what it is, like, right now. It's just all clout. Everybody's at each other's That's throat it. That's just it. for clout. clout. Like, your person. Yeah, dude. And it makes me really sad, like, yeah. to see such an amazing industry just revolve around who's the bi- who got the most followers, who has the most following, who's going to be a bigger person than you are, who's going to be more, who has more clout. Like, uh-huh. bro, just nice to people like it's not so hard it's not because like really not like how you were saying that like uh, producers in la they're always at each other's throats trying to outbeat each Mm -hmm. other Uh, and it's like it's like why can't you all be successful why can't like we all do this like why do you have to like make it a competition to like be better than like this person or that person or just like why you gotta like bad mouth them and shit yeah exactly hey i got a question for you sure what do you think about carbon? On the spot. He's trash and he sucks as a producer. You heard it here first, folks, and that is Mac Dub's thoughts on carbon. Yeah, I um uh, I got home from work and like I'm a welder. So I'm I'm like word, okay. I'm like you know, uh never really on my phone. And I got home from work and I don't know where I just see so many people hating on carbon. I'm just like, what the fuck? What? I was like, what happened? Oh, the, bro, it's it's the, a, it's it's continuous, bro. It's a continuous story. Yeah. Oh, bro, he, he he's just digging himself a deeper hole. Like each tweet he puts out, or it's just like he's like, why do you even have social media anymore, bro? Like, come on, like you're I, just digging yourself a deeper hole. And what I realized, what I also realized, I think it's all a social media tactic because he only does these controversial tweets every once in a while. So his name will get back to rotating. Like, like maybe he thinks of like the bat, there's no such thing as bad publicity. Like if people talk about your name, they're talking about your name. <laughs> but yo, this is the wrong platform to do it on. Twitter will eat you. Yep. Mm-hmm. It will eat you. Bro, there was one tweet that he put out was right after the whole base nectar incident happened. Bro, I will never forget. I, I screenshotted this picture because I saw, I saw it in a thread. And I was like, it said, I'm sad base nectar is not a thing anymore. Quote, quote, for carbon. Wow. I, I actually think I ran into that screenshot today. But it was a mm-hmm. it was a really blurry screenshot, and then someone re- that was probably that's probably the one I posted. I saw someone reply. They're like, "Hey, did you take this screenshot yeah. with the iPhone 0? <laughs> yes, that was that was that was <laughs> that was my retweet. Oh my god, that was so funny, man. Yeah, that was actually that was actually Voltra who commented. Really? Yeah. Now see, that- she has a per- she has a personal account. 
that she doesn't like to mix things with. Okay, that's um, um, like a lot. A lot of people do that, which is like for privacy reasons, which is good. And it's like it, it for for all sakes of like having privacy. Like I really respect everybody's privacy. Of course. Um, like um, I I don't really like to say shit about anything like anybody publicly. Um, like I just like handling stuff in, in like closed doors. Yeah. And like in the DNs, like if you, if I have a problem with you, like I'm not gonna go out and be like, "Yo, fuck this fool, fuck that fool." I feel like I'm gonna hit you up in the DM and be like, "Yo, what's up? We want to do." Yeah, if if you actually have like a problem that has up, like, escalated to that situation. Yeah, I feel like mm-hmm. uh, just just like Elijah, it's like I don't I don't really try and dip into like problems that deep because it's like this this ain't the reason that i'm in this for like if you're gonna like if you're gonna try and like produce a problem for any reason i know probably nine out of ten times it's just because the other person's coming at me the wrong way and it's just like i have mm-hmm. nothing to do with this like like they're yeah, coming at me the wrong way honestly yeah like honestly like you can't really tell um, the one thing that I've learned from social media all these years, like I've, I've been like, rest in peace, MySpace. Like I remember like my first social media account was MySpace. Um, and that's just like how people connect. Mm-hmm. And like, do you really want to start shit with people who are, you're trying to befriend and like, hopefully become friends with in real life? Yeah. Like, but like, I don't see, I don't yeah. see that point. Hey, speak, speaking about MySpace, remember when you could customize your own play, page, set, set a motherfucking theme, set a playlist. Yo, MySpace was ahead of the game. Yeah, bro. Actually, funny story. My uncle was one of the co-founders of MySpace. No fucking way, really? Swear to God, yeah. He was the financial advisor for the whole operation. Did he know Tom? Yep, best friends with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's Tom doing nowadays, you know? I have no idea, bro. Like, I, I wish I knew. I bet he's all cracked out probably in Florida. Probably. Is he from Florida? I know, but I would go to Florida if I sold Facebook. <laughs> if I sold MySpace? Oh, yeah. If I, if I, MySpace, MySpace. If I sold MySpace, I would probably probably jet set down to somewhere bro even out of the u.s man i'd probably go to like i probably i probably go to bora bora i think i go to switzerland just because like yeah the, the scenery there's fucking crazy also like i i can't i need like cold in my life i need cold Same, dude yeah so like i'd go to like switzerland because i heard the the fall and winters are fucking crazy yeah the what the the swiss alps are a big dream of mine to go snowboarding Yes, sir. I um, I've gone snowboarding a few times. I'm not that good. And uh, one time when I was 12, I thought I broke my collarbone, or not my collarbone, my tailbone. But I've still gone a few times, and it's pretty fun. So that'd be sick. Yeah. Um, definitely fun. It's definitely fun uh, to do. Like, just get out, and just get out in the open air. Just like, just board. So do you snowboard heavily? Yeah. Um, I stopped. For a while because of my knee injury okay fair uh but once uh once a safer once 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 the united states kind of like gets back to normal like yeah. first thing first thing i'm gonna do once winter comes around next season 
or hopefully we get the shit under control this year and i'll I, the first thing i'm doing is going snowboarding like I, I there's no there's no way around it i'm going through the snow and i'm gonna bust my ass again yeah do you live uh do you live pretty far away from from uh resorts um relatively first one's probably uh, like a four five hour drive uh so do you, would you make a weekend trip out of it oh yeah oh yeah that'd be chill i'd go I, I'd, I'd probably go up thursday come back on monday jesus no that, yeah. that's a mini vacation then bro that's cool I mean, it's all the only time like you can actually be free and just be yourself. Like when oh, you're away, away from civilization, away from the city, and just like let loose and just have fun. Like with your all with all your friends, yeah. rent the cabin and just go buck wild, just party, bro. Like that's yeah. it. That's it. Yeah, I feel you. Um, like that. Fuck, what was it? I don't know. A couple months ago, I went up to uh, there's this place uh, in about central Idaho. Um, I went with my girl because her dad owns some mineral rights to some land out there in the mountains. So we went for the weekend to, um, cause he, he mines gold out there. So we went, oh, shit. yeah, we went out with them and that was like a small ass town. Like there's no main street. Uh, everything is local. Like the, mm-hmm. like coffee shops, uh, um, uh, uh, fucking diners everything's local uh the only thing that wasn't was a gas station it was a chevron but other yeah. than, other than that like we got a, we got a little cabin and it was like service was shit uh we were outside the whole time like that that was a good trip so i think trips like that are definitely needed definitely bro like oh, just yeah. getting away from the city it's just like the perfect time. <laughs> just get away from people if I'm going to keep it real with you, bro. This, bro, bro uh, I'm going to be real with you. I don't like people. I really don't. Uh, I really I, I really don't like uh, people at all, bro. I knew this podcast was going to go good. I knew we were going to be like good homies because, bro, I don't like people at all. Bro, I have a really high social anxiety and, like, I don't like people one single bit. Yeah, I think... Uh, I've a few, few, few people that like I uh, I like kicking it with, you know. I like the presence of, um, but I think I have such a. I think I don't know. I don't know what it is, man. I um I I know in high school I was like a little social butterfly, but like honestly, after that, when I got when I got into the work field, I'm just like, bro, I don't. I like I don't want to. I don't want to go out. I don't want to go to this. I don't want to go to that. Um, exactly. And a lot of it, like I said, started when um, oh, when music started to blow up in my personal life. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. you know, me being uh, an introvert, you know, I blame music production for, <laughs> but also my happiness, I also blame music production for. So yeah, honestly, yeah. yeah. If you're not happy doing something, then you're definitely doing the wrong thing. Uh huh, a hundred percent. But yeah. yeah. Uh yeah, I I feel you, bro. Like some people, it's not that I don't like people. It's that like uh, um, alright, bro. Yeah, it's just it's just that I don't like people. Yeah, yeah. So we can we can agree on that heavily because yeah. like I, if someone doesn't initiate a conversation with me, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say anything. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. You're not gonna. I'm go very to myself. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm very, I'm very like, like reserved to myself unless like I know that person. Yeah. And if someone random comes up to me and be like, yo, what's up, dude? I'd be like, yo, uh, yo, what's up? Pull out a nine and be like, what's your purpose? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll be, I'll, I'm going I'm to be like, yo, like, yo, what's up, dude? Like, what's your name? Or what's up? What's up? Like, what's your name? Like, how, yeah, but, you, but you're not actively. Have I met you? Yeah, like yeah. I'll be like the first thing I'll be like, have, do I know you from somewhere, or do, yeah. do you know me from someone else? Uh, it's because like if someone random just comes up to you and be like, "Yo, what's up, dude?" I'm like, "What?" You're like, "All right, we're doing this, we're doing this." But I will say like, um, when when I say I I don't know about you, but when I say I don't like people, I'm not talking about like I don't like specific people when i say i don't like people i mainly mean i don't like crowds and i don't like the public i like being in my own personal soft comfy safe haven Mm -hmm. um so it's not that i don't like people or i dislike people it's just that like if it's up to me like i don't want to be in public let if we're out in public you know let's get back home as quick as we can like yep i don't want to be out here yeah, dude, I'm exactly the same way. Like, if I'm not having a good time, and if I don't feel comfortable where I am, I'll be like, "Yo, I'm gonna dip." Like, uh-huh. I, 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 I just can't be out here anymore. Like, I, I feel really awkward. Um, I've had, I've had this trouble all, all my life. Like, I was always like the really awkward kid who was always trying to make friends, and then I kept getting shunned out and shunned out and shunned out every, every time. And I was like. Like I, I, I'm, I'm done. I'm done with this. Like I can't be around people because I'm just gonna freak out. Yeah. So it, it's just it's all a comfortability thing, honestly. Like if you're not comfortable with yourself in public, just don't go out. Yeah, and at the same time, like some people, they're not, they're not uh, comfy in being alone. Yeah. You know, so some people, you know, they got to be out there. They got to be doing this. They got to be doing that. Some people like mm-hmm. enjoy being a part of like society, like physically being a part of society. So yeah. I, I understand that. It's just that is I'm on the opposite spectrum. Like, yep. it's not that I don't like you. It's that. I just don't like being in public. Yeah. I don't, I don't really want to be here right now. Yeah. Like I, that, that's me a lot of the time when I go out to shows and stuff like that. And I don't know yeah. anybody or if I go to like a certain, uh, a public place where I just get really bad vibes from. Uh-huh. I'm I'm going to like, 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 I'm just going to like, all right, if I paid for parking and I don't feel the vibe, I'll be like, all right, like I already paid the dude. I already paid for the parking. I'm just going to go home. Like, I don't feel good. Like, I don't, I don't want to be in the situation. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll just lose out on the money. Like I don't even ask for a refund. Fuck it, bro. Keep your five bucks. I was like, I just, yeah, bro, I just bro. want, I just want to eat lunch tomorrow, dog. Keep it. Yeah. Yeah, for um, real. Like, well, I don't give a fuck. I will say, like, I, I'm happy about music. I'm happy about, like, doing the little networking that I have because mm-hmm. I'd say some of my best friends, like, this is the only way I get to talk to them. Like, I think some some of my closest homies is Cub Tunes, who right now... Colby? Yeah, yeah, dude. Moldy Rangoon. Shout out fucking Boldby Baboon, bro. That guy. Um, I, I met him in person, but... So I was living in Utah at the time and he was in Utah and then so we got to know each other and we just became good mm-hmm. homies. He's over in Oregon right now. But he's one of my closest homies. And then there's there's this other fool named Sam. He's from Virginia. He's probably one of my other closest homies. And then this other homeboy, Junior from SLC. But um 
that's kind of that's kind of like what I mean. But like, I'm I'm glad like all those fools, I connected with them like with music. It's not that like mm. we just like you know met met like on the fucking road or something. Like yeah, I met them through music, and you know that's our connection. So like I I will say like I'm glad you know there's like all this video chat shit going on and how popular mm-hmm. it is. Um, and how easy like communication is between people like that. Cause like, like I said, like my, some of my closest homies, like are at least a state away. So, yeah, for so. me, it's, to- it's, it's very, it's very spread out. Um, like, uh, the most recent person that I became really good friends with is, uh, Hoofy. I think I've seen him around Twitter. He's from Australia. Almost like it's a, like, like it's a, like, like it's a club or it's like a school. It's like no, I've seen him around. Yeah, <laughs> I seen him. No, around yeah, around. me, uh, him, and I actually became really good friends. Just super random. Like it was the most weirdest thing. Like I saw his name floating around. Um, he was uh, like I've been list- I I listened to a couple of his tracks that he put out. Um, and the one that really kind of got caught my attention was the collab with uh, this unknown producer, uh, Down Seventy Four. Like nobody knows who it is, um, and I, I don't know who it. I, like I mean, I know who it is, but I can't really say it. Um, and that was the first tune that I actually heard of Hoofy, and I, I immediately started following his his uh, SoundCloud, all his socials and stuff like that. I hit him up, be like, "Yo, bro, like that tune with Down seventy four, what the." Fuck, that shit was insane, dude. And then we just started, we, we became friends with, like, just like that. Just clicked. Oh, yeah. And now we have a collab. Now we yeah. have a collab together. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's how I met a, a Chops. I yeah. I started this small ass. It was like a little side project because I wanted I wanted people to, to appreciate my music because of the music, not because they know me, right? So I started this, like, little side alias. Mm-hmm. And then Chops was actually the first homie to hit me up. And he's like, yo, like, this is cool. This is nice. And then uh, a year later, fucking had him on the podcast. And we also have a collab out. And I still talk to that fool till this day. So, word. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's kind of like the similar story to your Hoofy shit. Like, he hit me up about a song. Yeah. And then after that, it's just like, like, we snap uh a lot uh we talk on twitter a lot we share shit with each other always sending each other whips and shit so yeah it's crazy that like as 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 much as i hate social media like it has brought me to like some really really cool people dude honestly same like social media for me all right this is in a nutshell social media for me in a nutshell is i'm trying to make friends with everybody as possible because I, I just like having the support system so I can give that person the same support that they yeah, give me. Because uh-huh. I, 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 I feed a lot on reciprocation. Oh, yeah. Like, if you show me love, I'm going to show you love back. 100%. That kind of like goes it's, like... It's a, it's, a, it's a two-way street. Just like a relationship is with... with uh, like, when you're dating somebody, you got to have that reciprocation back. Yeah. Like, if you want the same love that you're, that you're giving them, I, I, I expect the same back. Oh yeah. Or else it's not going to work. Like that's, that's not like hundred percent of my friendships is how they, how they go. Like, yeah. That, you show love back. I'm going to show, I, I like, I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep you around. Yeah. That goes across the board. Like for all, uh, all relationships, not just like, um, r- like it goes romantic, business, relationships, business, every, everything, every, everything, 
like as soon as, as soon as something starts to become one sided, like the other the person giving giving the most of it, like they're automatically gonna be turned off, you know. Oh yeah, hands down. Yeah, so hands yeah, down. I, I I understand like what you mean when you say that and where you're coming from where you say that. But yeah, I, definitely. Yeah. It's just like it's a respect it's a respect factor. Yeah, and also the the type of thing it's like, yo, like you're making music just like me. Like we're out here, you're making music, I'm making music, you're trying to get feedback, I'm trying to get feedback. Like if you hit me up, I'm going to give it to you as best as I can in hopes if I send you something, you give me feedback as best as you can. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like a lot lot of the stuff that I, a lot of the stuff that I get sent are almost like, I, 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 I see like, a lot of the stuff, because I, I have a lot of homies who are like really, really talented stuff, and they said and they send me stuff, and it's like, bro, I cannot find a single thing wrong with this track. Mm-hmm. Just maybe EQ, and that's it. Like literally, like yeah. I give the most simplest uh, feedback and constructive criticism that I can. Yeah, and like I make it short and simple, to the point. I don't mm-hmm. drag it along. Yeah, I tell that person like. Do this, fix that, and you're golden. Yeah, and it's also it's like I'm not gonna try. I'm I'm not gonna like fake be nice to you just because you're like a homie. Like mm. like one of my homies, he sent me a track yeah. the other day. I'm like, this is good. I really like your idea. I'm like, but your sub doesn't match the the little pre drop part. Um, your sound, yeah, the sub super muddy, and the sounds, your sense, um. Ha- they have like a lot of reverb that kind of fill up the area, but the area, those sounds mm-hmm. aren't EQ'd. Like EQ those sounds and give your give your sub room to come through, and you're good. And yeah, like that's yeah. straightforward to the point. It made sense. Like simple, straightforward feedback like that will go so far. And I think also when you're like asking for feedback, like you can't you can't be sensitive. It's like because you're putting it out oh. there. And you got to understand, mm-hmm. like, if someone's going to come back at you with, like, real shit, you got to be able to take. You got to take it. Yeah, because it's true. You know, they're not they're not coming. They're not making this shit up like that. No cookie coming, cutter shit. Yeah, that's coming straight from other people's ears. Straightforward. Yeah. So you can't be sensitive. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't. I don't beat around the bush. Like, I tell it how it is. I'm straight up. Like, and if someone doesn't like it, oh, well, like, I, I, I gave you my feedback. Uh-huh. What else do you want? Yeah, like it. It's as simple as that. Like, um, you know, you know, uh, Trippy Dubs. Of course, I, I, yeah. I like through Twitter. <laughs> yeah. So, um, before um, I brought him in to uh, because I was originally going to bring him into spawns, and then we disbanded. All yada yada yada. So, so for the whole month that I, because he's he 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 constantly. Uh, was showing support on my stuff. I was like, so I was like, I hit him up. I was like, yo, do you like appreciate all the support that you've been giving me? And we just kind of hit it off. And he sent me a lot of his stuff. And I told him, who's been teaching you how to make music or have who taught you? Like, or if you self-taught yourself, um, all that, all that, all that bullshit, just feeding back and forth each other, just trying to like help him out, see where he's coming from. Um, but then I took it upon myself because like, I see a lot of potential in him. Like I see a lot of growth and 
a lot of good things coming from him because he's like he's got the potential. Mm-hmm. It's just like he wasn't really sure on how to do everything. So I told him personally because since you're my homie and since I see a lot of potential in you, I'm going to give you a month of just lessons on mm-hmm. on all my secrets, all my tips and tricks and um I I I send him bunch of project files of mine so he can go off and like just practice and like see where I go with my stuff because um like we I don't know we have about like six or eight collabs now damn all pretty much all unreleased collabs of course uh yeah <laughs> um I'm kind of a little plate hoarder shout out shout out um shout out carbon <laughs> Bro, I, we did it again. I saw Crowell <laughs> drop a tweet, and he's like, "I had I had eighty seven plates by age eleven, um, and they all got leaked up land twenty twelve." Oh man! Funny. But yeah, so I I took it upon myself to help out the homie. Um, shout out Trippy. That's a homie. Um, Yeah, fuck. He's got a lot. He's got a lot of people on his neck. Like, I feel bad for the kid because, like, he's gone through some shit, and it's kind of mainly why I became friends with him is because we relate about a lot of different stuff. Like, we have a lot of things in common. So I see a lot of myself in him, and he sees a lot of himself in me. So I took it upon myself, be like, "Yo, bro, like, listen, like, I see a lot of potential in you. I want to help you out." Yeah. So I pretty much mentored him for like a whole month. And still to this day, I give him tips and tricks. Yeah, of course. And I have, I have seen a major, major growth in his production, his arrangement. And like, it just makes me feel really good. Like that I helped someone achieve yeah, something and, bigger than that they were. And you also see uh, progress too. Yeah. That's the main thing that I look for in a lot of people was progress and potential and how they can grow as an artist, grow as a producer, grow as a person. And like that just tells me right away, like this, 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 this guy's going to do it. This guy or girl, doesn't matter who, whatever, yeah. who, are, who you are. Yeah. If I see potential in you, like I'm going I'm to shout you out. I'm going to give you some tips like mm-hmm. if you need to. Yeah, especially like being in the underground. It's like you got you to gotta have each other's backs because – very rarely do you see like these these big named artists like reach out and just be like, oh, this person's this person's good. Like listen to them. Like you only mm-hmm. see that so often. So it's, it's like very a, very rare. It's like a a, a mutual re- wave of of respect, uh, respect and appreciation. Mm-hmm. And um, oh fuck, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, like uh, like almost like promotion. That like we got we gotta like keep all yeah. keep each other up because like like I said earlier like we're like why can't we all like be successful why can't we all mm-hmm. be music producers? just grow grow together yeah exactly yeah um a lot of, like this this year twenty twenty has been um, crazy kind of bro it's been crazy like I've been getting support from the crazy the like the craziest artists shout, lately shout, shout out Algo. Yo, that's the boy. Yeah, I saw that. That's, that's cool as hell. Yeah, that's the homie. Um, 
but which the few names I don't really want to name drop because like name drop not that part. Just name drop two. Um, Murata. Hey, yeah, Murata hit me up. Um, just out of nowhere. Hey, does, I had no does, idea. Does he run uh, Malignant? Oh, yeah, that's his label. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, yo, yo, that that is crazy, bro. I know. It's nuts. It's, so, it's nuts. Uh, like alarm song, <laughs> bro. Hands down, one of my favorite UK songs that he's ever made. Easy. Oh, Easy. my favorite. My favorite is the Muddy Sub, bro. Oh, dude, that shit's fucking ridiculous. I love his so fillers. Dude. I love his fillers. Uh bro. He has his his intros are always on point too. Mm-hmm. Can we get uh UK for president? 20, yeah, UK for twenty twenty. UK twenty twenty. I I can get behind that. Yeah, for real, for real. Um, and then another one that has really lifted my my spirits up a lot is when um it's fun case. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, Funk Case is a really big inspiration to me. Like his stage presence and the way that he carries himself through his music, it's just I can see like that's just like he has a really good sense of like community and like he loves bringing up and comers yeah like definitely. to light. Like he found Versa with three like with 300 followers 300 followers just a just a kid from florida welcome welcome back yeah and yeah. that that like like secret weapon like that was his secret weapon oh, for yeah. so long uh-huh. like and then this kid just blew up Blew the fuck up, dog. Bro, he's crazy, man. Yeah, and uh, that's another thing I like about uh, a networking that I wish I did a little more. It's, you never know when you're going to talk to the right person. Exactly. Yeah, so definitely always stay open. Reply reply if people hit you up. You never know when you're going to meet the right connection and shit like that. Exactly. Um, another, I mean, I can go on and on and on, but like, the one person, the one producer, one person in the music industry that's always had my back since day one is Level. He's always that, looked that out for me. Bizarre. He's always looked out for me. He, he put me on to at least two different shows. He put me on. He vouched for my name to put me in a show. Oh, that's gangster. Yeah. Like, shout, shout out to Level. Like, I would not be here if it wasn't for him. Like, he's, the, he's one of my dearest friends uh-huh. like I love that guy to death like I will do anything for him yeah uh, networking man just being being just open just hit it off yeah hit it off, bro. you never just even you never like, know. like but like before like I even started producing like I went to a show to go show support for one of my other homies and um, like all I all I all I would think about was like I hope I get to meet like level someday and like because like i heard impending doom for the first time at a dpmo show at, at belasco in la i was like who the hell fucking made this tune mm-hmm. and and then um like i i found out that it was level and sweet tooth um and i met i met i met level 
at this uh, little show in uh, LA and Hollywood actually. And dude, like first words come out of my mouth, like, bruh. Shit go crazy. Bruh. Impending doom. What the actual hell? Are, are you like mental or something like that? And then we just hit it off. Yeah. Because that's all we talked about was that night at that show, at the Funk Case show. That was all we talked about. Uh-huh. And then after since, after then, like, I got his number. I got his all socials, all that stuff. And like, we became really good friends. And then I told him like, yo, like I've started to get into producing and stuff like that. Like, if you have any tips or tricks that you could send my way, like, I appreciate it. And then like, bro, like, he did everything like in his power to like to help me out. Like it was really really nice nice of him. That's really cool. I owe a lot of my stuff to a lot of different people by just helping me out and like, just like believing in me. Yeah, of course. That's like when you have a good support system behind you and you have people that believe in your project and believe in you as a person, it's going to go a long way. Yeah. I think it's major key actually having people or, not not necessarily having people have your back, but like having friends. Yeah. Friends and, in general. Yeah. And uh coming from such a small, small town, small community, I think um like there's not much that goes on around here and there's not very many people like at all trying to like make music too. Mm-hmm. So it's really hard to find that um that support like from local people like that I know. Like like I know some some people, you know, they like support this because like they know me, mm. but there's other people that like it, it, it's hard to find that type of support system locally. So oh, that's yeah. another reason I'm like thankful for uh, thankful for uh, uh, just the internet. Basically, it's like allows yeah, me to, to homies, allows me to get support. Um, yeah, just thank the internet, man. It, yeah, it, honestly, sometimes it's tough growing up in a small ass town. Bro, it's, it's, yeah. Yeah. And a, a lot of it sucks too. Is cause like, I feel like, I think I don't get support in whatever, whatever it is. Like, uh, I'm like trying to make or trying to do whatever. I think a lot of it is, um, just cause I'm trying to do something, trying to do something cool out of the, out of the box, like out of pocket from where I'm at that like, if someone sees someone locally tries to see me doing that, they're like, well, mm-hmm. why, why is he doing that? That's not going to go anywhere. And yeah, I think I like th- those people, like I like a special message to you. Like I'm not trying to take this anywhere. I'm just trying to do something fun because I find joy in this. This is like happy. This is cool. So it's yeah. like, I'm not trying to have the, I'm not trying to have a Joe Rogan type podcast. Like <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just trying to like connect with connect with fools. Can also Bruh, Joe Ro- Joe Rogan is the goat. Oh yeah, he's he's goat he's, status for sure. Yeah, nah, so I funny, love him. Bro. He's funny. What well, like he's uh he's real too. Yeah, he's real as fuck. Like he doesn't he's not bullshit nothing. Nah, what like is any any topic for any guest that he has on? He's genuinely interested in mm-hmm. what they have to say, and that's cool. Yeah, yeah, like really it really, that. it, like that's what that's why I like watching his stuff a lot, is because like he's generally like interested. Yeah, and he wants to hear the whole story. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. But brother, it's getting late. Yeah, I'm an hour ahead over here, so it, it's getting very close to my bedtime. So yeah, I want to thank you for coming out, Mac Dubs, Shifters Crew. 
Yeah, we got big things coming. We got big things coming. Big things coming from Shifters. Mac, I will plug your socials and I will plug the Shifters socials. But at the end of every episode, I always tell my ask my guests like if there's one piece of advice or one piece of just like almost like a little quote or something that you want you just like a uh, little message you want to deliver, whether it be advice or just a little something to remember. Like, what is your message? All right. On the record, just be a nice person. Just be genuine. It's just, just be a nice person. It's really not hard. Um, and don't give up on your goals. Like, everybody's got a goal. And we all got to push through to achieve it. Just, just do your best to do it. 100%, man. Believe in yourself. You got to believe in yourself. Definitely. Believing in yourself is the number one thing. Ain't no one going to believe in you but yourself. Like, but you got to exactly, believe in yourself, Doc. Exactly. Well, Big Mac Dubs, thanks for joining me on this episode, man. It was really fun. Thank you, man. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. I'm glad we finally got to talk. Finally got to do this. Uh, and yeah, man. Face, face to face, too. Yeah, for real, huh? Finally, finally. But, hey, yeah. Mac Dubs, thanks for coming through. Um, of course, bro. Hey, uh, maybe soon we can drop... You know, that Big Big Mac, some of that Big Mac dubs on Criminals Collective. Hey, uh, I'm not going to say too much more, but all right, brother. Thanks for coming through. Appreciate you, man. Have a good night. You too.